It is Monday, Monday, and that means it is Good Things Guy Day. And he is on his Happy Monday! <laughs> Happy Monday. I cut your intro short because I'm just so excited to be on the show again. No, that's okay. That's okay. This is your this is your platform, but also you have another platform, and I'm seeing a banner on your website. Good things, guys, exclusively on Jackpot. Every single Tuesday at 7 a.m. You can get it where you get your podcasts, and we'll talk about that in a bit. But that's awesome. I love this banner. Yeah, we we updated the brand. So um it used to be quite retro and it was like gold and black and very sleek and actually we want to be fun. We want to be a fun brand. So Jackpot has updated their whole little logo. It's now purple, so you can you can see what pa- family we're part of. And um yeah, it's just it's it's really cool to still be on the Jackpot uh platform. I think it's year three now. Wow, dude, that's Wow. Okay. I am joining Jackpot next month officially. <gasps> How exciting. That's yeah. amazing. Congrats. Thank you. I'm excited. But like, you, it, there's lots of composition because you were like the second most listened to podcast in South Africa next to like Jay Shetty, who's the millennial <laughs> monk and like Oprah. So I'm just hoping to just have a listener, you know? <laughs> I think I think all your listeners love you, and I think the the long form conversations that Jackpot allow for will give your whole everybody who loves you. It will give them a new insight because you can really sit and spend time with people. It's very very exciting. Mm, I'm very very excited. Okay, but I'm also excited for good things. So this morning. And this is no lie. This morning, I woke up, my eyes opened, I reached for my phone, I went onto Facebook, and the first thing that I saw made me feel really good and really positive. It was Good Things Got article, um, turning bed sheets into school shirts for underprivileged kids in South Africa. Tell me about this. This is pretty phenomenal. Um, Many of the top hotels have got regulations in place as to how long you can use linen for, which, I mean, when you say it out loud, you're like, oh, that totally makes sense because people are changing the linen and sleeping in the same bed. So there's a certain amount of time that you can use linen for. And what they would do then, I mean, it's up to them. They've they've purchased that linen for a lot of money. Uh, They tend to be thrown away which is, you know, it's a business cycle. And there is a, a initiative um, by the founder of a charity called Royal Kids who started something called Sheets for Shirts. And what we've found now is that five school shirts can be made from one king-size bed sheet. And in the time that this initiative has been alive, they have donated over 3,000, and I have to actually say gift. Gifted is a better word. 3,000 little kids in South Africa who are underprivileged have a beautiful school uniform that they can be proud of. Oh, my gosh. Okay, that's amazing. And I see in the article you actually have an image. Um, It's called Sheets for Shirts, right? Sheets for Shirts. (gasps) I love this. Brent, can we get involved? Like, we're not a hotel, but, like, can I donate money? Can I donate bed sheets? Like, what can I do? 
Yeah, so they, I mean, the whole, the whole idea that uh, Donaline has is to create a circular economy to help South Africa's kids. She does many different things, and this is one part of what she does. So if you want to get involved and help her and support her, I think, first of all, talk about it. So if you're letting people know that this is happening, mm. then, um, you know, we can all feel good that, that someone's taken a stand and is being an active citizen and is helping uh, not only repurpose something that would have been thrown away, but also help these underprivileged kids in the process. That'll be the first thing, talk about these lovely stories. And the second would be to go visit Royal Kids, uh, the website, just to see how you can help in other ways. Please go check it out. And all you need to do, and like Brent said, all you need to do to talk about it, you don't even have to physically talk about it. All you can do is go to Good Things Guy on Facebook and share the article. So that way oh. more people can see it and more people can celebrate it. Love, 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 love. Love, love, love. Okay. I wanna I wanna talk about this because you know I'm all here. I'm I'm for celebrating people. I am all here for nominating people and celebrating people. Now, WWF have a new campaign where you can nominate a hashtag local nature hero for Earth Hour, and then they can be nominated and you can win. What are we winning? What are they winning? What is this? All right, so um, they've got something called Africamps Boutique Glamping Getaways. So you'll you'll be winning. Uh, I think it's 3,000 rand for the, for the project that you have. But a local nature hero can be anyone. It could be someone who has picked up litter or is planting a vegetable garden or is saving water, or it could be something really big where a South African has got an innovative idea or system with sustainability in mind. What I love about this is that it's highlighting the good that every day I don't want to say average South Africans because you are extraordinary to so these people that are that are doing things to better our environment, yeah. um, which I think is really rad that they, they're giving back to those people and also featuring their projects, which I think is hugely important. I must tell you that um, this is the first year that WWF and Good Things Guy have worked so closely together as not a partner, but just side by side um, we tell their stories and and they are highly high, highlighting good things guy on all of their platforms, oh, wow. which has just been such a beautiful, beautiful um we don't, we're not working together because we're both sort of like little companies and but we we're just doing good together yeah. and and it's exciting because I now every week I get a beautiful story delivered to my inbox on the things that WWF is doing. So I'm really excited to to keep talking about the good work that they do. Yeah, please don't stop because they're my favorite favorite. I remember when we were little, back in like the early 90s, you could take some of your pocket money and send it to them and then they would give you like a WWF card. And then you were like officially a member. Um, And it just makes you be like five grand. But I used to do it every month. And that card was the second most important card in my wallet next to my library card. Like I was so proud to be a part of the WWF. I love that. So guys, if you want to get involved in this competition, just head onto good things guy and you'll see the, the, if you search for hashtag local nature hero, if you don't want to go to good things, guy, I'm not sure to punk my own brand. You can literally go to the WWF websites and get the information on how you can nominate people that you believe are doing good in your community. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're going to win like a, I think it's two nights that you'll get to stay at a really cool place called Africamps. So Good things. 
I'm nominating because I, I need a holiday. Okay. Or someone else who needs a holiday. And we were talking about this on the scenic drive the other day when I was standing in for Rian. The longest you've been at a job, right? And I think the longest person that we spoke to on air, and this is like a million listeners, I think it was 32 years that someone had been at the same job. But Mr. Dwaba from Jeppy has smashed that. Smashed. Yeah, so um, he's been at Deppi High School for Boys for the last 50 years that he stayed in one, like, company for 50 years. And uh, he retired recently, and it was to a beautiful, beautiful send-off. I think Deppi... It's a great school. I've had lots of friends that have gone to the school. And I know that in Johannesburg, we've got this, uh, I don't want to say rivalry, but yeah. the, the the sort of rugby schools of, of South Africa or of Johannesburg, they like to be like, no, I'm from Kez or I'm from Jeffy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're all good schools. They're all good schools. And I've had a lot of friend that, friends that have gone to Jeppy. And um, everybody got together to do a little send-off for this longest-serving staff member, which I think is so beautiful. He's he's a part of the school as well. I'm looking at the picture of him from the official Jeppy Boys, um, Jeppy High School for Boys Association, and he's in his uniform um, with his Jeppy badge, and he's just, he looks just so happy. I've, like, Ooh. this, these are stories that we need to hear because, these this makes the school just like different in my eyes like i knew it was a great school but i like you never think of someone being there for 50 years like it must be an amazing place to be then so danny you you said about his smile and actually in the article um it was written about how his smile is infectious and his Mm -hmm. kindness exuded him when helping others so he's he's really a part of the school and um yeah there he's eight his 81 this year <laughs> um, and and the school's asking all of the old boys to help make a meaningful contribution as they send this icon off who was part part of the history of the school yeah dude i was just thinking about that they're asking the old boys that is legitimately everyone from the last 50 years that's insane <laughs> like you <stay> around <laughs> i didn't think for, of it like that for for the kids, for their kids, and for their grandkids to go to JP. Wow, wow. How wow. insane. Mad. Okay, so from one phenomenal man retiring to the rest of us who are still working from home and unsure about what is happening, you wrote an article about the dangerous, dangerous reality of work from home and how to deal with it. What is that dangerous reality? Well, the dangerous reality is that we can, many things can start to change in our daily habits when you work from home. And I think a lot of South Africans can relate to the fact that all of a sudden we're working longer hours than we ever have. Mm -hmm. We are, I mean, there used to be that saying, don't take work home. Mm -hmm. Now your home is work, which is tough, right? So the, the, the article just gives a couple of, suggestions it's just suggestions for do's and don'ts for while you're working at home and some of them are like do's create and follow a morning routine so i actually if you look at my my calendar which which my calendar on my computer runs my day but i have um blocked out 
spaces in my day to have lunch, to get away from my desk, oh, wow. to go sit in the sun. I, I've, I've literally tried to manage my own routine so that I can have a better mindful experience and not just be tied to my desk all day. I need to do this. This is a really good idea. I yeah. don't know why I didn't think of that. That's really smart. Danny, I've even got an hour every day that is just for PlayStation. <laughs> okay, you see, the problem with that and Danny is that hour would quickly bleed into the next hour, and then in- <laughs> <laughs> just make sure, just make sure, like your you do an hour of PlayStation, and directly after that, like start cooking dinner or something. But you know what, Brent, you know, this is so it's, valid. It's- I was actually saying to my mom last week Thursday, um, I was on my way quickly to the shops because I hadn't bought bread, um, and she she joked, but why don't you have a loaf in the freezer you should always have a spare loaf in the freezer and I said to her no 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 that we've done that loaf already I haven't been to the shop in four days and it was already one o'clock in the afternoon I'd only had a half a cup of cold coffee and I realized while rushing to the shop to come home to not make toast because by then I didn't have time that this is not healthy it can't no it's not. So it's, I think you know, I'm going to be doing the blocking out of my diary. I think this is really good. Yeah, it's, it's certainly helped me. So, so in the article, um, if you want to go visit Good Things Guy, it's got that. It's got communicates often. Be productive by taking a break. That's exactly what I just said. But yeah. my breaks are, are set in my diary. And then some of the don'ts is do not procrastinate. Minimize your distractions. It's very easy to be sucked into the, the book of faces while you're meant to be oh. doing an article. Ask me. I do it all the time. Oh. Um, don't get too comfortable. There's a couple of things there. Go and check it out. I am here for this. I'm 100% guilty of getting too comfortable because often when I'm writing articles, I'm in my bed. Um, but I will not do that any longer. Thank you, Brent Linda Q. <laughs> done, done, done. Okay, last one. As my dogs are barking, uh, this one is super duper important and I wanted to save this one for last. And we normally do four, but I saw this one and I have to talk about this. City of Cape Town yes. have launched an anti-dog fighting team. Brent, tell me about this. This is very, very important. So... What's really scary, and and this is something that I've only found out recently, I mean, I, I've known it, but I, I haven't acknowledged it, is that dog fighting is still very real and happening all around us. Mm. There, are, there are these fighting rings that are in Johannesburg, in Cape Town, in, mm. in South Africa. Mm. It's a real thing. And um, when you when you become sort of not numb, but you don't think about it every day, you might think that the problem is far removed and that it's maybe not our problem. No. But it is our problem. In Cape Town, in Hanover Park recently, 27 dogs and five cats were surrendered to this team. That They were all part of the fighting ring. It's, I, you know what? I was quite heavily invested in, in, dog fighting and trying to to stop it especially on the east end we have quite a big problem with it um yeah and i just it became such a thing for me where it was it almost seemed like it was never going to end and it was so much bigger than i could ever possibly try and 
help or fix or be that I, I began to look away from it. Um, and recently, like one or two articles have been popping up, kind of like the universe reminding me that this is something and it's time. And then seeing this article, um, 27 dogs and five cats, like it's just, it's absolutely horrendous. Yeah, so that, I mean, that number is someone that surrendered these animals and obviously they, they wanted to help the animals, but that could be just one dog fighting ring. Yeah, um, yeah. The, team, the team that put this together was the Cape Animal Welfare Forum um, and they engaged the city with their concerns around organized and informal dog fighting in the Western Cape. I don't know why the informal word is there. Uh, I guess that's just legal jargon to be added in. But here's the thing that the team will do. They will deal with all dog attacks. They will monitor and patrol identified dog fighting hotspots. They will scrutinize dogs impounded and those that have been attacked for visible signs of dog fighting. They will impound dogs involved in dog fighting and attacks and try to get them rehomed. They will arrest offenders involved in dog fighting and they will monitor the cases and the prosecution of offenders going forward. Here's what I want to do. I want this to roll out in the rest of South Africa. I want someone who's listening tonight who has some sort of love for the environment that has that has a passion for South Africa and, and maybe works in this field already. We need to be rolling this out in the rest of the country. Agreed. Agreed. That's the challenge. That's the challenge for this week. We need a number that we can dial and report anonymously in ev- everywhere, the, the, the entire country. Yes, 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 yes. And Brains, Brains and I have a lot to do. So please, can you do it for us? And we'll just we'll talk about it all the time. That's, I, was just, I was just putting it out there. If you can, it would be uh, very good. Brenda Dickey, what is happening on the podcast tomorrow? Okay. So the podcast tomorrow is not going live. Um, <laughs> well done, Brains. But it should be live on Thursday. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. That's fine. I love you. Yeah, but there, but there are like a hundred shows that you can go listen to that have been um, that haven't lost their relevancy. Um, you know, there's just there's really good stories and good things that you can go and listen to. The, I mean, Graham Codrington, he was one of our most downloaded podcasts last year, and the reason for that was because he spoke about the anticipatory grief that we're all going through during the lockdown. That was a great how, podcast. Yes. So like you, you can go catch up on these great insightful thoughts and, and things to maybe help you through this time if you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed. 100%. Brendan Nikki, thank you. The good things guy. Follow him, um, like his page and just, it's all good things. It's always only good things. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you, Danny. And I love all your listeners. And I just want to wish everybody only good things.